0: Hi, it's Pete Price, and my podcast today is with a fabulous guy called Milo McCabe. Now, he has created Troy Hawk. Now, this man is going places as a comic. He's great. He's at the Edinburgh Festival. He's on tour. He's great to listen to. And he created a video about me being a lizard. This is our podcast.
1: Liverpool Hello, Pete. You've been at my Wikipedia page, haven't you?
0: <laughs> no, I haven't, actually. I, <laughs> I, I found you on um, Safari, so not the Wikipedia page.
1: Mate, <laughs> it's such an honour for me to chat to you. You've been a, a hero of mine for a very long time.
0: Well, first of all, how did you create Troy?
1: Um, so, basically, about ten years ago, I was doing an Edinburgh show and I needed to, I, it was a multi-character show, and it was, I, I had a 15 minutes that I had to fill, and it was Edinburgh's in August, and it was June, and I still had a spot for a character. I still had 15 minutes, that I had to create a new character. And my agent at the time said, why don't you do somebody a bit posh? And then I thought, yeah, I want to do someone a bit posh, but I want to give it a bit of a twist. So I started looking at, like, old, older posh people people from different eras and I got a little bit obsessed with David Niven and it sort of came from that so it was like a David Niven type character
0: David Niven now there's an actor and a half
1: absolutely and just the way he would handle those interviews with uh, parky yeah. I was just his loushness and his kind of like the way he held himself I was fascinated by it so it was that's, that was the origin of it basically
0: and then you discover the smoking jacket
1: and then I discovered the smoking jacket I was walking past an antique shop and it was sitting there in the window winking at me <laughs> and I left it for a week and I, I, I walked past the same shop it was still there and, uh, and I thought, you know what, it's one of those, if I don't grab that, then I'm going to regret it. So I went in and got it, and f- eight smoking jackets later, <laughs> here I am.
0: <laughs> Milo, are you delighted the way Troy's been accepted? Because he, he's loved, isn't he? Uh, yeah, it's
1: nice. Yeah, it, it, of course. It is lovely. I mean, particularly in Liverpool, because I, I, I went to uni in Liverpool in the sort of mid to late 90s and at the time I was like you know, 18, 19 lad from Surrey and I came up and kind of Liverpool just sort of spun my jaw round and I was just fascinated by the people and the culture and everything like that and, and yeah like, I, I adore you buggers
0: what, um, what made you well first of all what were you doing at uni? What were you studying? I was doing
1: psychology because I was going to be a psychotherapist
0: Oh, that's interesting, as a comic. That's interesting. That could work.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, comics are analytical. Psychotherapists, obviously, that's their job. So, yeah, it was a bit of both. But um, I was a big fan of yours back in the day.
0: You you weren't one of those people that rang in, were you? And um...
1: I wasn't one of the people that rang in. (laughs) But what I loved was the way that you allowed yourself the room to express your emotions like you were so real with the way that you dealt with and reacted to the people that came in it was world-class radio i remember there was um there was a compilation on itunes of moments where you were just sort of reacting to the callers and it was phenomenal i must have like i think i listened to it like 30 times it was just, I, I, I was such a big fan of yours, Pete, honestly. Oh, it was, when I saw you face. in the street, I literally come out the, I come out of Hot Water Comedy Club. It was in between shows. I had like five minutes. I was running somewhere. And I just heard, well, you look very really nice. And I turned around, and there <laughs> you were. And I was just like, hey, Pete, Pete of dreams. There he is. And we had a little picture, and it was a moment for me.
0: It, it, it was it was amazing. But uh, listen, there's no way a good looking lad like you is going to walk past and I'm not going to say and dress the way you were. I went, wow, that is just a bit special. Milo, as a comic, um, as yeah. you know, there's there's a deep side to comedy and there's a, a strange side to comedy and, and doing what you did at university. Has that helped you as a comic?
1: Well, I don't know, because there is the argument that comics are fundamentally broken people that need the applause and approval of strangers every night just to feel as good as normal people do doing nothing on a Tuesday. And there is the argument that if you then fix the issue that drives you onto the stage in the first place,
0: you won't be funny anymore.
1: Um, Do you know what I'm Uh, saying?
0: Yeah, I do indeed. I do indeed.
1: We do. We we crave approval, Pete. You're Mm a comic. I'm a comic we crave approval for a reason there's some little hole or something that you're trying to fill you know if we're being honest about it but but maybe you just leave it like that yeah
0: you, just keep, you know what i'm saying yeah yeah do indeed tell me what did you folks say when when after you'd gone to university uh, and you went <laughs> i'm going to be a comic now did they go oh son, all that money wasted
1: <laughs> no well here's the thing right my dad is an old school comic oh. he actually knows you right so my dad was on like New Faces, he's on the fame game and I said I was talking to you and he said to say hi, his name's Mike McCabe. The really interesting thing, when I took up comedy, my dad was a bit like, Huh. Like I you know what I mean? It was a bit like, Really son, you gonna do you're gonna do this job? And I'm like, Yeah And the really fascinating thing about it is when I talk to my dad about gigs, it's I'm not talking to my dad about gigs, I'm talking to another comic about gigs. So he only wants to hear about the bad ones. Obviously, because like the good ones aren't interesting.
0: That's amazing that your dad is a comic. That is absolutely amazing. And I am absolutely 100% positive that I've worked with him several times. I'm sure I have. have I'm sure I have.
1: Little Irish guy, sort of hound suit, very, very loud, very energetic.
0: Wow. Wow. Great little. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm racking my brain. I'm, I'm getting old now. It's difficult. It's difficult. Tell me, um, where do you, where do you see yourself going with your comedy?
1: Do you know what? Like, you get, you get to the point where, at the moment, I'm really enjoying touring. Like, I'm, I'm really lucky in that I'm doing these tour dates as the character, and they're selling really well and everything. I've got a couple of dates in Liverpool coming up on the 18th and 19th of August. And the 18th is sold out. Um, 19th, I think, there's still about 30, 40 tickets left. Really, all I want, Pete, is to tour. I want to go and play in rooms where people have bought tickets to see me, Troy, whatever, and and go around and do that. And you know that that that, that is at the moment. That's that's where I want to go into. 'Cause I can actually make that happen, you know. You can't you, you can't make yourself get on T V, you can't make yourself have a, a sitcom idea that people are gonna Well you can, but but it's not as in your control. So whatever else happens after that, <clears throat> the fact that I can tour and the fact that I can sell tickets I just want to keep doing it. Like, I'm loving that.
0: What does your dad say about doing 20 minutes when we, as the older comics, used to have to do an hour? If we did 20 minutes at social club, we'd get booed off and not get this, paid.
1: This is it. Every time I was talking to my dad when I was a young comic, right, when I was starting, I was like, oh, I had this great gig. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How much did you get paid? And I was like, boom, 50 quid. And then I started making more money, right? So then it was like, well, how much did you get paid? And i tell him how much did you get paid and go, "Ah." Oh, but how long did you do? And that was it because you guys would do like 45. You'd do 45, 50. you go to working men's clubs. you go to holiday camps and you'd pretty much have to do an hour. And not only that, you'd have to go and see the other comics to make sure they hadn't done any of the, the gear that you were about to do because back then, material with a communal pool. And now it's like if you nick someone's gags, it's like you're nicking their tools from a work site or something. It's a, it's a very different set of rules from
0: the old circuit. You know, it's interesting you say that, Milo. Um I was talking about this the other day. In a way you're wrong. And I'll tell you for why you're wrong. It was oh, towards God. the end no, it was towards the end it was. But when I first started the Shakespeare and worked with people like Bob Monkhouse and Dave Allen yeah. and people like this. If you stole a gag, you were castigated for it. I would say to Bob, you did a gag. Would I be rude and say, could I have that for a routine? And they would say yes or no. And if they said no, I honestly would not have stolen it. It became different later on. But in the early days when I first started, I was gobsmacked.
1: So, what what year are you talking about now? Well, I'm
0: 75, so I've been doing it for 50 years. I'm
1: 75. I'm
0: 75.
1: You have a vigor of a man at least th- three decades younger than that.
0: Thank you very much. Very nice you say so. I, I, uh, I tried to keep myself young, but I'm 75. <laughs> so I was, I've been doing it for 50 years. Um, and I was doing stand up from the age of 25, roughly. Yeah, wow. 25. Um, and it was the respect. And what I find, which I really get upset about, is when a comic dies, like your Tommy Coopers, like your Bob Monkhouses, like your Dave Allen's, it's not the gags you've lost. It's their stage presence. Anybody could do the gag, but not the way they deliver. I mean, tell yeah. me how your dad works. Well, that's
1: well, that's it, because when material becomes communal, the thing that pushes the comic over the top is stage presence, do you know what I mean? And <laughs> that's, that's that's why the most successful guys had the best stage craft, do you know what I mean? And that was the thing that pushed them over, the, like Freddie Stars or whatever. Yeah. My dad, um, my dad was a phenomenal act. He used to absolutely kill. He did a lot of audience interaction, do you know what I mean? Um, he, he worked solidly, He got a break on the comedians and, and all of that. And then, of course, that circuit sort of switched over. And I guess some comics switched with it and some didn't, do you know what I mean? And I guess my dad didn't.
0: I've got your dad's picture in front of me. I know See? him completely and utterly. And now I know where his son gets his looks from. Because <laughs> you look like your dad. You've got the same-shaped yeah. face.
1: Yeah, yeah. That can happen with fathers. Mm.
0: I went to see McMillan the other night at the uh, slaughterhouse. Uh, absolute, he's...
1: absolute legend. That yeah. not even is just... Phenomenal!
0: Comics, mm. he's, no, I was just going to say he's one of my favourite comics in the world. Yeah. But he works really old style in a way in in, in in the clubs. And as you know, there are named comics who've changed their name to go on the uh, the comedy circuit.
1: Yes, yeah, that is true. Like, there's one I think is called he uh, was called Harvey Oliver. And he changed, his name was Jeff Stevenson.
0: Jeff's an old name. mate of mine from the ships.
1: you go. So yeah. he did that, didn't he? Yeah. Um, you know, and funny enough, talking of old school comics, uh, I did a gig in Blackpool about, I want to say about three or four months ago. And i just come off stage, and the gig had gone pretty well. And um, Bobby Ball came right up to me and went, You, you've got to slow down, and you've got to stop cursing. And I was like, whoa, they go, slow down, slow down. And it was like a terrier. And they had this ferocious energy. And they looked me in the eyes and went, slow down. And, and at first I was like, you know, i had been on first. I'd done well. And I was like, wow, that was like, you know, that was abrupt. And then I went away and I thought, yeah. that's a guy with God knows how many decades of like stagecraft really hammering a, a point home to me there like aggressively as in you need to hear this uh, why why on earth would I ignore that and funnily enough like I took it on board I was like alright do you know what Bobby you gave you gave me that point with enough commitment I'm going to slow down and I, and I did even a tiny simple thing like that I started slowing down I slowed down a bit more and suddenly my brain had more time to think of things and the, the material came out better and and that was, it was odd, because that was literally, like, two weeks before he passed away. Mm. And he, he had this phenomenal energy about him. It was such a shock.
0: But that aggression wasn't aggression. That's Bobby being Bobby. I've worked <laughs> with Bobby a thousand times. And what he said was, and I've said it, now, listen, nobody swears more than me, but I can work completely and utterly clean as I've had to over the years. And what I say that Bobby said is a very good point. There's a certain comic, I won't mention him on air. he swears too much. And he's closed doors, in my humble opinion. You don't need to swear. You look at your videos and they're superb. Bob Monkhouse taught me the F word. If you want to use the F word, put it in a context that works in a gag and it's the punchline that nobody else could have but that one word. But Don't ever abuse the word. And I understand what Bobby means. Um, And I think it's great because you know you can drop into that as a comic and it's Mm -hmm. easy to swear your way out. But to get away with it without swearing isn't.
1: I mean, to be honest, that's why I was shocked. Because as Troy, I don't swear. I think I'd like literally dropped one word. And I said that to him. I was like, I think I only said a you know, whatever. And he just just got even closer to me with his eyes and went, stop cursing. I was like, all right, I got you, good point, I, you know, took it on board, and, you know,
0: um, the guy was right. Was but right. isn't it interesting, you say, as Troy, you don't swear hardly, uh, Milo, you do, I, as a broadcaster, I swear like a trooper when I'm out, not proud of it, but I swear like a trooper, but when this mic opens, it does not happen.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly, there's a switch, eh?
0: Interesting. It really is interesting. So where, where, where are you going with your career? Where do you want to go?
1: Uh, like I say, I want to like um, I want to build up the touring. That's, that is uh, where I'm sort of headed. I'm going to try and build up uh, more of a social media presence, sell some tickets. I just want to have fun, man. I don't need anything at this point. I just want to enjoy it, and I want to play venues I want to play and sort of keep doing the thing that I'm doing in my own way, if that makes sense. Do you know what I mean? I don't. Yeah, I'm just. I'm. I'm. I'm so lucky to do a job that I love, and even luckier that people will buy tickets and, mm. and, and allow, allow me to do it. And I'm, yeah, I'm very grateful about that. I don't lose track of that.
0: It's fab. It's fab, and you're going the right way. I find you a really interesting comic. A lot hey, of people are I've, talking about you now, which is fabulous. Thank you
1: very much. I, I've got. To, I've got to tell you something. Um, about ten years ago, I used to play this game like uh, FIFA on the PlayStation. And I play with a mate from the Wirral, right, who uh, basically was in one of your karaoke competitions about 10 years ago. But they have this mode on the game where you can make your own players. And myself and my friend at the time, two guys in their 30s had a full-blown argument over who would have Pete Price on their team because you can create (laughs) a lookalike. And in the end, we had to have a Pete Price each. So I had you as this nippy winger. You're like 5'2" um your speed stats were like 98 and uh, and i think he had you as sort of like a pretty solid central defender and sometimes literally you would be kicking the hell out of yourself um <laughs> on this fifa game amazing
0: and, and,
1: and from going from like literally spending 10 minutes digitally creating you as a footballer uh it's so now 10 years later like having the opportunity to speak to you on the radio it's uh it's wonderful
0: tell me about the video on lizards and what made you do it
1: the video on lizards right because all i ever because i put i posted a picture of you right i met you outside hot water put a picture up and it was like He's a lizard. He's a lizard. What a bad lizard. Lizard, lizard, lizard. And then I looked at it and I was like, right, I'll do a video about this. Now what I do is Troy a lot, is I'll calculate the Scrabble value of something, mm-hmm. okay? It's just something I can do really quickly. Like Pete, six in Scrabble, three, one, one, one. Peter, seven in Scrabble, right? Price, nine. So then I was like, what's lizard in Scrabble? Lizard in Scrabble, uh, 12, 34, 16. Which is the same as, your name, Peter Price, is the same as Lizard in Scrabble. So I'm like, all right, I'll start off as a sort of leave Pete alone, defending you video, right? And within 30 seconds, I'll twist the narrative so that I'm actually confirming your reptilian status. And uh, I'll be honest, like, I didn't know how you took the, the lizard thing. So it was a bit of a, <laughs> a bit of a gamble. And I was at a and I'd just been on, and I came off. And I think I'd put the, the Pete Price, I Leave Pete Price Alone video out. And I opened up my Instagram, and there was this, like, 60-second message. from, me. <laughs> And I was like, oh, God, I do not know which way this is going to go. And I pressed play, and I got young man. That was absolutely <laughs> spectacular. And I was like, oh, thank goodness, he likes it. He's into it. It's Ooh, gone it's viral. So cool. It's gone incredibly it, it went, viral. Yeah, it went, it went well. It got it got really good numbers. I enjoyed that. Like
0: um, I retweeted I'm it cult. on my tw- cult. I, I, cult. I, re- I retweeted it on my Twitter and just yeah. checked it just now, and I got seventy four thousand and twenty six. Hits Beautiful. on it, so Beautiful. it's great. But the the rest of the stuff you're doing, I love your Scouse accent. Uh, I think to finish the interview off, you you've got to say something in Scouse because you really do have a great accent. It doesn't really all go right. with the smoking jacket at you all.
1: Put me on the spot, lad. All right. <laughs> um, what? <laughs> What would, now, what would
0: you like me to say, Peter? Uh, Milo, I would like you to say to, uh, to everybody, tell us where they can see your work, tell us about your social media, tell us where they can see the videos, but in Scouse. Oh,
1: God. All right, so... Um, <clears throat> I'm on the at Milo Comedy on Twitter. All right. Uh, and the uh, Insta, uh, what is it? Uh, at Troy underscore... and um, don't worry about TikTok Uh, what else Uh, work it out for yourself Uh, essentially though I've got a few tickets left for the 19th of August Um, so uh, yeah have a look for that kidder
0: was that all right? Milo, brilliant. I, I was incredibly flattered at the video. I was thrilled to meet you. Um, even more chuffed than you'll ever know to you find out who you your dad is. Me.
1: You didn't have a clue who I was. No, 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 I
0: no. Like, I didn't know you were the comic. I just I was, was like, delighted Pete, to meet you because you were incredibly good looking. Nothing I was else. Like,
1: Pete, I'm having a picture. I was like, you know, I was like, Pete, I'm getting you. I'm done. Come. Cool. But yes, here we are, Pete. Here we are, mate.
0: And your dad and I used to work together. Oh, my word. What a small world. Full circle. Milo and Cabe, th- please keep in touch. We're going to be doing more interviews, definitely.
1: Thousand percent, Pete.
0: Thanks, mate. If you enjoyed that, why not subscribe? We've got lots of podcasts and we want you to hear them.
1: Liverpool live.